Because sometimes it's not about the journey, where we're going. It's who we're on the journey with. Hmm. Can I, can someone say amen? <laughs> and he's clapping, cut, folks. Cut it out. Cut it out. You are listening to the Echo Church Podcast, and we are on a mission of rescue and restoration into a vibrant and fulfilled life. Today, you find lead pastors Andy and Christy Cass talking about the word robbed. You might have noticed just in the intro there, we use the words rescue and restoration. Before that, though, we have robbed. So they talk about what that means and how that relates to Echo Church. What does it mean to be robbed? It doesn't matter if you're rebellious or you're religious or anywhere in between. I sense that this is a place where God wants to walk you away from. So if you're robbed, it could be that you're rebellious or you could be just simply religious. And religious, and I guess my explanation of religiosity is our human attempt to get to God. It brings me back to the story of Genesis 3, the picture of the initial robbing of humankind. The enemy comes in and he proposes one question. That question is this, did God really say? I believe that this is a moment where that seed or, or this weed that has been presented into our life of doubt, does God really want something different in our life? Is God's word true? And what we see in Genesis is Adam and Eve, they see, they take, and they eat of the fruit. And over a matter of moment, they are now lived to a different world. They're existing in a different world. And their attempt to remedy the issue, in my mind, is this rebellious slash religious response. And so what do they do? They grab whatever's closest to them, and that's fig leaves, and they cover themselves. What's funny about making clothes out of fig leaves is that fig leaves will wilt once you pull it off the tree. So I imagine them running like in the garden, trying to hide from God as he's about to enter in and fig leaves are flying everywhere. And I think that was when they started realizing, oh, hey, these fig leaves aren't <laughs> what they were meant to be. And I, I think the main thing that I want to get to with, with the Genesis story when it comes to Rob being robbed is right off the bat, God walks into the garden, humankind is hiding, and God walks in and says, where are you? And I always think, when I read that, I always think that's funny because it's like the all-knowing creator of the universe says, where are you? As if he doesn't know. And he does know. And my whole point in sharing this is the God of the universe is on a passionate pursuit of humankind to find us in the condition of being robbed and bringing a rescue to us. And we see that in Genesis, and we see that with what Jesus did, so on and so forth. So with us and Echo, man, we want to uh, repeat that process. But I think there's one little 
word that we forget from time to time, and that's restoration. What God had to do in the garden, and what it says that in Genesis, is he clothed them with skin. So what did God do? God killed an animal, took the leather, and clothed humankind. And so I believe that no matter who you are uh, and whatever state you might be in, whether you want to admit it or not, at points in life we get to this place where we're just stuck, we're robbed. God wants to rescue us. He wants to fully restore us. He wants to be our complete answer. And then right after that component, when we find restoration, or even in process of restoration, God calls us to repeat the process that we received. I remember having this vision in college. I was in LA at a conference, and this was back, you know, 20 years ago when we still had DVDs and VHSs. And I remember God had shown me that I was sitting in a chair looking at a TV, and it was my life that I kept rewatching. But it was like the bad stuff, like the things where I'd screwed up and whatnot. And I kept hitting pause, and then I'd repeat, you know, like I'd re- rewind and watch it and rewind and watch it. And I had this vision at this, I was at a, like a conference in LA, my sophomore year of college, and God took the VHS <laughs> out of the player, you know, like he hit eject and he's just like, no more Christy, like look ahead. Like, yes, those things happened, but I've like, I've like, you know, forgiven you. Let's move on. Cause I just kept living in this like past and I kept looking and I would be, like punish myself for it. And that was a really pivotal moment for me, very significant of me saying no more, I'm gonna look ahead. And I just had dreams that I had never experienced before and freedom, like true freedom. And it's like forgiveness where you have to choose every day to live in that space. Because like, even if I've had moments where I've had God's, you know, you need to forgive this person that wronged you or hurt you. But the next day you can wake up with those same horrible feelings, but it was a choice of me saying, no, I forgave them and I'm gonna live in that space of forgiving. You know, and that was for me with the restoration. It was choosing every single day to get up and not look to the past and not punish myself and the negative talk and, you know, but it took discipline. I love that illustration that Christy just shared. (laughs) Sitting back watching a VHS tape. Circa 2000. And continuing to just press rewind and then rewatch just the one little section over and over and over. There is a full movie that God wants you to watch. Mm -hmm. But if we keep rewinding and watching up to this point and then rewind, and that's what people do in life. And I think that's the state of Rob. That's like a really, really great image of being Rob. Now, let me tell you this. The best context for restoration is relationships, a relationship with God, a relationship with people. And that's what Echo Church is all about. But I think we've worked with people long enough to know, like we've talked about in the past, is people have this cycle between being robbed and rescued. And, you know, the way that I kind of interpret people who get stuck in that cycle is they love the idea that Jesus loves them. And that's as far as they get, that Jesus sees them in this grave 
figuratively speaking, spiritually speaking, could even be physically. And Jesus calls them out of the grave. He calls them by name, says, hey, I love you. But that's as far as it gets. Being robbed, you know, using this word in some figurative spiritual way is honestly being at a place where you doubt God more than you're trusting him. You doubt what he says is true. The Bible makes clear, at least in the New Testament, you don't have to look too hard to find out this, that God so loved the world, that he loves the world. He loves you. And I think in life, this place of being robbed is a place that we doubt that. We doubt that God cares. We doubt that God has a plan for us. We doubt that he loves us enough to ask us to follow him. And so we just get to this place where we just doubt, 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 and it never materializes into uh, stepping into, I think, what what I say, God's best for you. Now, let me clarify the God best concept. This doesn't mean that you're rich. doesn't mean you have the American dream, the, the white picket fence and the groomed green grass lawn. When I say God's best is for you to step in his plan. And that doesn't mean this monetary, beautiful scenario. It just simply means following him into what he has for us. I think there are people in life who don't resonate with this idea of being robbed. And I would suggest to you that that's the first sign that they actually are robbed. <laughs> because, and I guess my, the big word that comes into my mind is the state of pride, the state of, no, I've got this thing called life figured out. And I don't need any help. Well, my that, way's better. Yeah, my way's better. And that's that's exactly where Adam and Eve find themselves in the garden. They had believed the lie that the enemy had presented to them. Like, well, maybe God didn't mean that. God doesn't. You know, and, and you just turn it into whatever you want to turn it into, and you go do life the way you want to do it. There are some Christians who they're like, I'm not robbed. But once they say that, I would suggest that's a sign that they need to look within themselves and say, okay, wait, 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 wait. Maybe I don't have this all figured out. But my thing is there's certain people that walk around in life and they don't even think that the possibility of them being robbed is around the corner. And I know this when it comes to God's word that I put a lot of hope and trust in, as it says, the enemy is here to steal, kill, and destroy. And I think we need to be aware of that. You now, we don't need to walk around life and, and, and just, I mean, God doesn't want us to worry and, and freak out and, and, and not make, you know, like, like positively just live in life. But I think to remember this idea that like being robbed is literally 
around the corner. And again, let's not freak out. Let's not worry about it. But just being aware that there's an enemy of your soul that wants to destroy you. I think that's a good reminder. And so some of you may not be robbed, but you could be. And so let's just make sure to lean into the rescue. And that's Jesus Christ. Well, like even for me, when I was quote unquote rescued, that was a moment that was like in a service, you know, feeling God's presence, feeling like the message that was spoken was directly written for me. And then I walked out of that room, the rafters at UMD, and it was that was when my rescue turned to restoration because I was rescued. You know, if you're like in a, a tragic accident or a storm or something, you're rescued, but then it's the takeaway. It's like, okay, now there might be, it was like, quote unquote, rehab, Christy rehab or Christy getting her life in order. And so it was a process every single day of, I want to get, I want to get the picture of what robbed was in my life further in the background and not so close to me. So it was every single day of who I was hanging out with, you know, going to church, reading my Bible, listening to music that was more uplifting and not super depressing or made me rage with anger. You know, my rescue to restoration was me just wanting a different life and it takes discipline. It was immediate response when I chose to like live a life of rescue, but it took intentional life of wanting, wanting purpose, wanting breakthrough, wanting my past to be my past and not my present. So it was me looking ahead and asking a lot of questions to, to God and to people that I respected and just really seeking God and how do you want me to live? Because to me, it was so foreign of like living this life and freedom. You know, you hear terminology like you live in freedom or breakthrough or, and even just joy. I really had to train myself to feel those things and to find those things in regard to restoration. And it wasn't an overnight. Some people, they have an overnight crazy experience. And mine was a journey. I'm still on it 20 years in, but it was just the continuation of, I mean, mine was, it was big on not operating in my feelings. You have a really crappy week and I just want to go out and I want to be stupid and I want to get drunk. Like, no. Okay. I can feel that, but I'm not going to do it. So I'm going to do something different, you know, because I just didn't want that to be a part of my life anymore. So it was making positive choices, surrounding myself in an encouraging environment. And even just who was I going to live with? Who was healthy friends for me to live with? Your home environment is huge. You know, like what type of a guy do I want to date? It was me making a list, as corny as it sounds, of attributes that I wanted in a guy. And I'm not going to settle. So it was just things like that. I think the rescue is is bringing bringing people, yes, into a relationship with Jesus Christ. I think a relationship into a local church community is helpful as well. But I also think it's bringing people back into what God ordained from the beginning of time. And that is to be fully present into the presence of God. But not only just God, but the world around them and the people around them. 
And I, I just think when I look at the current state of, of being is there's so many people that are just simply lonely. They have no purpose. They don't think that they're worth it. And they don't think they have anything to offer. And it's not just one simple thing of being rescued or restored back into. There is a slew of so many different things. And I think the goal is, is to simply follow Jesus on this path and to be patient, but yet active in following him to where he wants to bring you. It's this commitment to, I believe, God's plan and fully restoring you and who he has called you, who he wants you to be. It's looking at where you are in your life. And all of us have questions and we may not have answers for our questions. I mean, for me, it was lacking hope or lacking direction, feeling stuck, you know, asking the question, like, isn't there more out there for me? Is this what life's all about? I thought it would be different. You know, and I think it's, Rob is a strong statement, but it's just looking at your current state and God has something different and something more for you. On the other end of the spectrum, it's not everything is about us. So it's looking at our life and saying, God, what do you want me to do? What do you, where do you want me to go? You know, and getting the eyes off ourselves, but looking above. Now, let me just say this. There's a scripture in the Bible that says that God will continue the work that he begun until the day of Christ Jesus. Restoration, full restoration will not be the reality until we see Jesus face to face. (laughs) So we're never going to get to this place where we're fully restored. But that doesn't mean we're not going to try. And so, so the rescue is this, that Jesus loves you. But he also loves you so much that he doesn't want you to stay in the grave and where he found you. And so the goal in some of the verbiage that we use at Echo is robbed, rescued, restored, repeat. I hope it presents this word picture of a journey. A continuation. A forward journey. I don't know if we can completely articulate what that looks like. I know Christy and I, we want people to know that we believe Faith is a journey. It's a day by day, week by week, year by year thing. And it's better done together than it is separately. Thank you so much for listening to the Echo Church podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please take just a second to share it with a friend or family member who might need to hear this word today. And if you're feeling alone, lost, have a question, or want help with anything, please reach out to us. We are the echo.church slash contact. We would love to help you no matter who you are or where you're at. Thank you so much for listening. And if you want to learn more, make sure to head over to that website. We are the echo.church to get all the details and upcoming services and events. This episode was produced and mixed by just hit publish productions.